0: blog talk radio Good morning and welcome to this week's segment of Live Without Limits. I'm your host, David Shinsky, and today's show is how to come up with a business idea. Today, more times than not, you're going to be starting some type of business online. Therefore, you need to understand what it takes to build that business online. So how to come up with startup business ideas in the digital era. Why are we talking about the digital era? Because it does not matter what you do. You have to be able to market online, even if you have a brick and mortar store. Your ideas don't have to be completely original just better than what's available already. Remember that every ambitious entrepreneur has the same major objective for their startup business idea to become the next big thing. It may be hard to imagine, but Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg were once the same position as most business owners today. Because remember, when Steve Jobs started Apple and thought of the personal computer, the idea was to get a computer in every home there is. And as you know, today, everyone, the majority of people have computers because you cannot do business without a computer. Coming up with an idea for your startup business, should be approached with the same dedication as every other job-related task. The idea probably won't come to you in the middle of the night or even standing in the grocery line at the supermarket. Although it's a nice sentiment, the idea generation takes organization, research and planning here's how to get started. So that remember this, we're talking about building an online business in today's marketplace. And the hardest thing for people to think about, and even know, is what it takes to actually get that business started in today's marketplace and grow that business In a way that you can expand and think of things that you can do to help grow that business. And for once, what we're going to do is discuss all the different ways that you can build a business in today's marketplace and help it to grow in a way that can give you the opportunity to think of things that you can do to help to get that business in the hands of the people that you want it to be in and always remember that for you the idea will grow And it's the idea, it's also the tools that you will use to put that business exactly where you want it to be so that you can make all your plans work for you in today's marketplace. So, Let's get to talking about it. What are some of the best business ideas to come from? One of the strengths of technology is the digital era is focused on simplifying your life. The Internet takes career stage at helping customers meet their needs, whether big or small. It can also be our biggest source of inspiration. Start by reading about successful startup business ideas. Many entrepreneurs share their stories offering tactical advice that startups can take in their own idea generation. Take note of what has worked and what hasn't. Okay, so remember this, we're living in the digital age. That means you promote through content, you promote through videos, you promote through digital magazines, and you promote with autoresponders and emails. That's what we're talking about when we're talking about digital marketing. And yet, so many times I will see questions on Quora where they're always asking, is digital marketing dead? Or how do I start an online business? And the biggest secret to me is that people don't know or understand how to use digital marketing to build a business and all understand the idea of search engine optimization or social media marketing. The best ideas come from identifying problems for Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, the problem was an expensive computer. They recognized the, that gap and built Apple One, then two and so on. For entrepreneurs today, brainstorming is a targeted exercise that takes as much creativity as it does concept. What is brainstorming? Well. I'm going to relate that back to an assessment profile that I've used on team building, and it's called CARE, the creator, the advancer, the refiner, the enforcer, and there's also the facilitator. That's five team members, and here's how that works. The creator is the one that has the idea, but he just doesn't know how to put it all into practice. So the team helps them refine it and pull it down. After he gets the idea, it goes to the advancer. The advancer is the one that takes and looks at the idea, looks at what works, what doesn't work, and he refines it down. And he can either send it back to the creator or he can send it to the refiner. And what the refiner does is he makes sure that it's all fine-tuned, and that it all works the way it should. Then you have the enforcer, and that's the team member that actually puts it all into play. And let me tell you, I'm actually involved with a company called Builderall, and they're a digital marketing company that what they do is they have all the digital products on one platform and every time they look at every little tool and they want to refine it and they then their team of people that are their their creators their software developers they tweak it and they play with it then what they do is they send it on to the certified partners and what the certified partners do is they take the tools and they try to break it they see where the flaws are what needs to be approved what needs to be done then it goes back to the software people and that product can stay in beta because it's constantly being tweaked until it really gets refined and then puts on the platform to be used by all the affiliates or all the business managers who come in to use all the tools to build and market their business. The best idea came from identifying problems. Remember, this is what Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak did. They helped bring the personal computer into every home. And remember what happened to Steve Jobs that he was good as a startup, but he didn't really know how to take that business to the next level. So that what happened that the as it grew to become a corporation, the people on his corporate board actually pushed him out. And because he was the uh, the idea man that they truly needed in the business the company was at the brink of distinction when they brought Steve Jobs back and when they brought Steve Jobs back we got the iPad we got iTunes we got the iPhone he literally proved that people will carry a little mini computer That's a phone in their pocket and be willing to pay for it. And that was also the beginning with the smartphone of the app creators. And all of the apps means that every company, no matter what type of business you're in, needs to have an app so that when an individual wants to either do their banking online or they want to chat with people, they have access to a application that allows them to do this. And today, with digital marketing becoming a very important part of how business is done today, all of those tools that are on Builderall become the genesis of how you can build your business very successfully, or you're going to hire someone that understands digital marketing to run your marketing end of your business for you. Flash, uh, flesh out your network. Think about the last time you were a collaborative lead generating meeting everyone came to the table prepared with ideas, you'd likely walk away with at least one viable opportunity. Go to as many business networking events as you can. The more you talk to like-minded entrepreneurs, the more likely you are to hear about their pain points. That's also a strong likelihood that you could find a potential partner to take on the startup business idea or venture basically what you're doing here is you are coming up with the solution to their pain and if you have the right solution that works for them then they're going to they're going to be more willing to invest in your business. Have you ever watched Shark Tank that whenever people come before the sharks, they have to really have everything all fleshed out and all prepared. They have to be able to understand that these are people that are investors and have the money, but they're not going to invest unless... Unless they know that they will make back their money. And not only make back their money, but get a profit along the way. So you should have a business plan. You should be able to talk about what the cost will be, what the financing needs to be, and what the expected profit. Is going to be. How to ask yourself the right questions. Sometimes launching a startup business idea involves taking a risk but there are questions you can ask to prepare and see if your idea has what it takes to get the traction. This is where you need to incorporate market research. Why? Because you need to know the right questions to ask. And what are the solutions? And what percentage of the people that have actually used your product can give you those solutions and actually put it all together to help you come up with the right questions to ask when you are putting together your proposal. What is your skill set? Are you good at sales or marketing? Do you have strong writing skills? If so, you may consider starting a side hustle by consulting with other startups on their marketing efforts. Think about pairing up with other comparable entrepreneurs Also, consider starting a blog or developing a website to market your skills. Today, you need a website. And with that website, you need a sales funnel because that sales funnel is how you get your leads. Then you take those leads and you put them into an autoresponder and you use a lead generator, excuse me, a script generator where you could come up with the emails to know exactly what to say to your prospects to help them become customers. And your sales funnel is a journey that your prospect takes to become a customer. And you have a sales letter incorporated into that you have an upsell incorporated into that, you have a downsell, and you also have a membership site. The purpose of all of this is that you are creating a relationship with your prospects along the way. This is something that I think a lot of people don't understand on building a presence on the internet and why digital marketing is so important because almost everyone especially the Millennials and Generation Z they do everything on computers because the computers came out in the 1980s and Bill Gates created the software that runs those computers. That's why Bill Gates and Steve Jobs became multi-millionaires because they, well, they didn't graduate college, but that's also because what they do was not taught in college. You didn't have courses that taught you how to create software or how to, to, to read code. That all came about and became a degree because of these innovators. What is missing there? Whether it's in your personal life or professional, this is one of the most important considerations for a new idea. While you may think that an idea has great potential, does anyone need it? Think about the gaps that you see in your life. If you have experience working in certain fields, what tool or service would have made your life easier? Now, one of the questions that I recently saw and answered on Quora was that someone asked how does digital marketing make your business run more smoothly and easier? Well. Simple, because how are you going to reach your customers without digital marketing? How are you going to be putting content out there? How are you going to get your opt-ins? How are you going to be able to reach the people that you want to reach and upon doing so, get them to actually build and and. Think of you as their go-to person that has the authority to help them in areas that they have a problem. Because remember, if you create a product, what is that product going to solve? Why would someone purchase your product as opposed to someone else? And how are you going to get them to become a long-term customer? What service can a small company offer over a large corporate competitor? Small business owners have a lot of success in forming relationships with their clients. The personal touch or customer service can make a big difference, especially when you're working in your local community. If you're thinking about working for events, for example, face-to-face contact is crucial. Think about the questions that investors might ask you. If your startup business idea gets to that level, what sets your idea apart? Do you have a plan for growth? What kind of help are you looking for? Thinking this through early on can help you determine if your idea has potential. Now, I was on a call yesterday that was an ambassador's call with Builderall, and we were throwing out their ideas on how to get the name Builderall recognized, because this is one of the things that the company is now at a point where they're ready to do, not just word of mouth to get affiliates to help them market the company, But also, how are they going to get the name out there? And one of the things that, if you know, next Saturday is the beginning of the NCAA college football. And what does that mean? That means tailgating. Because before every game, and even during the game, groups of people come together in a parking lot where they up their tents they put out their cooking utensils and they do grilling and they interact with each other and what if and this was a suggestion that i made about taking bilderol and putting it on the tent and when people come up and talk to you and ask you about it then it's a way to start generating leads for customers, for people who would want to become business owners and use the tools. And to also get affiliates of people who understand that they can make extra money just by helping you market the product. So these are some things to think about when you are looking at how to build a business And how are you going to create those opportunities for yourself? And as you can see, we've been talking about the different things that you can do to put together a business plan that can help you become an entrepreneur and understand that you want to know what people's pain points are. When you understand those pain points, then that gives you the impetus to develop something that they need to solve the problem. Whether you're looking for an idea to be your full-time passion project, or just a side gig, it's best to start small. Think about some of the ideas in your life that you could fill a gap. While it may seem like a challenge coming up with a startup business idea is only the first part of a very long equation. Attempting to turn that idea into reality is where many entrepreneurs meet major roadblocks. Think about how many seemingly successful startups fail to find funding on popular shows like Shark Tank. In the vast majority of cases, those businesses are well past the idea stage. The harsh reality is that nine out of 10 startups will fail. However, taking the time to develop many strong ideas can help you start to filter what has potential to turn into a true business, and what's better, left on the cutting room floor. Companies are like people, and we grow up in our own experiences, shape, literally shape, the wiring inside our brains as our neurons form, as we grow into adulthood. And that gives us skills and intuition and ability to seize the opportunities, and to examine things, but it also binds us to a lot of things around us. Remember this, that when you're talking about the the information age that And I've talked about this before that, remember, the industrial age died and now we're in the information age. Well, because technology is constantly changing, even those things will continue to change. So it's always important to understand that even if you become successful, you have to adapt because remember what happened. And this was something that I read, that in the United States, that in World War II, nothing was destroyed the way it was in Europe. So when Europe rebuilt their factories, they used more modernized tools and way of doing business, while the United States stayed with the status quo. So what happened? Business started moving out of the United States. And then you started seeing trade wars and other things going on when in reality what should have been happening was that people were looking for ways to improve their way of reaching people. Even corporations today need websites. And why do they need those websites? Because more and more of the younger group of people who, when they grew up using computers, they learned to do business online. Most people have the smartphones. They don't even use their computers. But when they're away from it, what are they doing? They're on their cell phone. And they're doing business by going into a website. So every website needs to be mobile, ready for someone to be able to use those tools while they're actually on the in the car or on the go so that by being ready and understanding what's going on then what you're doing is you are adapting your business to the changes of what's going on in the universe on a daily basis and how technology influences our lives. So if your company grew up in a completely different analog era, that's how you grew and how you established your distribution claims and how you built your brand and how you learned who your customers were and you learned how to make money, then you are now operating in a completely different environment. The hardest part of the idea is to identify those assumptions in your strategic thinking. How do we learn to adapt and evolve our business in a way that we are going to continue to grow in the digital age in an economy that is so characterized and transformed by successive waves of digital technologies. So remember, what you're seeing here is that these changes are what's going on and what's making a difference in your life. And remember, you can go to my website, and that website is the number one personalcareercoach.com. And you can sign up for both individual and group coaching.